Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello, and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, Sly Dog. And coming to you now with another uh, summer tour concert series. I'm joined once again by my lovely wife. Say hi, wife. Hi, wife. And we just got done seeing the incredible three band bill of Senses Fail, The Used, and Rise Against. And this is a show we were both excited for. And honestly, we weren't sure if we were going to go to at first because things have been a little crazy. And also, it's a Sunday night. We're up way past our bedtime. We both have work in the morning. Um, it was a standing show and our backs hurt. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'd say a good time was had by all, wouldn't you? Definitely. So let's let's get right into the bands, for, for starters. Um, I'm not going to lie. Most of these bands are... I'm a noob with most of these um, because I spent most of my life listening to classic rock and I didn't really start listening to bands of this era until I met my lovely wife. So, uh, I've corrupted you. Yay. Yes, you have brought me to the dark side and updated my music collection greatly. Um, so my history with these bands is very re- recent. Like I only know the most recent used album. I got into Rise Against last year when I honestly went to see them for their opening act. Um, and Census Fail is a band that I got into because we went to see Sum 41 and they opened and they blew me away. So, uh, yeah, my history is short with these bands, but I love them all. I especially love Rise Against and I especially love Census Fail. I'm a pretty new used fan, but I think after tonight that's changed. Um, what, what's your history with these bands? Like, were they like bands you loved in high school um, or like were you kind of on, on again, off again with these guys? Um, Census Fail was definitely uh, a band I loved in high school. Um, I think they were, I think that's one of the ones that some of the older kids I was friends with in high school got me into, um, if I'm re- remembering that correctly. Um, there were some people um, I was in band with who were a couple years older than me, and there were people who were in like rock bands, garage bands, whatever, in high school, and they liked senses fail and I'm pretty sure that's what um, got me into them um, so I've, I've liked them probably for a lot longer than Alex has not necessarily been alive but <laughs> since sorry fly dog I've fly dog was probably in elementary school when I got into senses fail to be completely honest, maybe not. Maybe junior high, because we're only five years apart. Maybe, but... maybe. I, I I seem to remember like seeing that that Census Fail album cover when I go like for still searching, when I would go to speech meets, all the emo girls like had had those songs on their iPods, and I was trying to woo them with sticks and Ario Speedwagon and yeah, the cars. Yeah, that wasn't gonna work. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you should have got yourself into some Census Fail a lot sooner. I, 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 you a lot. <laughs> I should I should have, although it would have scared the crap out of my parents. Oh, yeah, your mom would have took that away real fast. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What about what about the used and rise, um, rise against? The used, I was a casual fan, I would say, at best. I had... You had um, In Love and Death. In Love and Death. Uh, I had that album in high school. Um, and, you know, I saw the, I saw their, their videos on Fuse and stuff like that back in the day when they actually showed videos on TV. Um, <laughs> Back when it wasn't just about the hip-hop beefs for 24 hours, which is basically what they do now. Yeah. Um, and then Rise Against, honestly, I probably had seen some of their stuff on Fuse, but I wasn't really, like, there were a couple songs that I knew that 
were like a little more mainstream, I think, that anybody who listened to that kind of music knew. But it, I wasn't like necessarily a fan of theirs. They weren't really somebody I knew. Um, kind of like you, I didn't really get into them, into them until we saw them live when we went to see the Menzingers. They, they, we went to see the opening band and we fell in love with Rise Against, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, they are. And we'll get to why they're so good in a second. So yeah, that's basically my, my history. I think I had a little more, um, history with both, or all three bands than you have. I've seen... Census Fail, this is my third time seeing Census Fail. My Our third time. Our third time seeing Census Fail. Possibly, definitely my second time seeing The Used. Possibly my third. Not sure if they were at Warped Tour when I went when I was in high school. I don't really remember what all I saw at Warped Tour when I went in high school. That's a blur. And then it's our second time seeing Rise Against? Yes. Yeah. Our second Rise Against show. Yeah, for once, your history is more exciting than mine. Yeah. The only thing I can say is uh, with Rise Against, I remember Prayer of the Refugee being on Guitar Hero 3 and loving that song. And I had the Guitar Hero 3 uh, compilation CD as well. It was on there. Always loved that one. But uh, that was all I knew about them for a long time. And I came in as a new last year and bought Nowhere Generation. So let's... Uh, let's... Uh, I, I don't think we need to touch on the venue too much, basically because it's not... I don't know. It's not like the Magnolia or anything. It's things. not really a venue venue. Yeah, it's... it's just... So, we were at a baseball stadium. Yeah, it's kind we of... we were in the atrium, you could say? Yeah, it's kind of cool. There's, um... It's Petco Park. We were... We weren't in Petco Park. We were outside of Petco Park. So, Petco Park has this little area called Gallagher... Like, Gallagher Park or Gallagher Field. And it's a little, like, grassy area kind of outside where they do like usually have like little events or like fun stuff set up before the baseball games and Matt, there's like they have a like a stage that's set up there like permanently i'm pretty sure it's like a permanent fixture yeah. part of the the baseball stadium because if they would have played the actual stadium that would have been a lot to fill yeah, like last year we saw in the actual stadium we saw Green Day and Fall Out Boy. Yeah, we saw the Hell Omega tour. So, which which was you know that was a mass of like people. Tens of thousands of people. This was not that many people, but it I mean, was a very full turnout. I would say it was say. thousands of people. Yeah, but it was not that many. No. Uh, not not compared to last not, year. Not not compared to Hell Omega now. But I I, I I thought it ended up working out well. I'm not gonna lie, I was skeptic, but we got a good spot. We stood right by the mixing board, which is where I like to be because that's where it sounds the best. Um, and yeah, the venue, you know, it was nice, nice, cool night, not too hot. Um, only got blocked for a little bit at the beginning of the Rise Against set. So perfect on that front. Yeah. Perfect on that front. Um, let's get right into the bands, starting with, of course, the, the wonderful uh, Census Fail. AKA Emo Daddy. Emo Daddy, yes. Somebody introduced himself as Emo Daddy, um, <laughs> he, which he is now. He has a daughter, and uh, he talk, which he talks a lot about on his new album, uh, Hell Is in Your Head, which was, just came out this Friday, and you should go listen to. And I'm also not just saying that, but because I, I want Buddy on the show. But Buddy, please come on the show. I'd love to interview you. Um, yeah, he came out wearing a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> or like. Uh, he, like, I mean, it was like a, a, a button-up shirt, yeah. His look has changed. He has definitely changed a lot. The first time we saw him, he was very buff. He was, yeah. He, he, was had, very, he, had, he had, was had a very, beard. Very beefy. 
mu mu muscle man, uh, but you know, and not like acting, he, but not acting like a bro, not yeah, at all. Yeah, he was very broy looking, but he didn't act broy. And then the second time, he was wearing a Selena shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and this time, yeah, just like he was very hipstery this time. Very hipster. He had a mustache. He looked. I maintain he looked like Freddie Mercury. You, you think he looked like Freddie Mercury? I think he looked like he could have been like a cop or something. I don't know. Um, uh, no, no. The, uh, it was I, just I, very like, very like. I wouldn't say necessarily porn stash, but just <laughs> very like. Man, it wasn't like your dad's like huge <laughs> like porn stash thing going on, but it was just very like the little like kind of wispy like. He'll give you he'll give you what's known as a sad stash ride where where he cry cries into his mustache while you while you ride his face. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, his I was really surprised when he came out because like I was watching them come out and they all came out and I'm like, wait, where's Buddy? Where's Buddy? Because I'm used to him being kind of like this bigger kind of buffer guy. So when this little guy came out, I'm like, oh okay, I guess this is this is what we're doing now. <laughs> yep. Um. I'm not sure what song they opened with. Uh, was not a song I recognized. I don't think it was from the new record. Um, they 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 pulled one over on me um, with the opening number. Uh, also, I, I feel like we should say not that we're ignoring the other members of the band, but yeah, we, we Buddy, all know Buddy is basically Census Fail because he is the only original member, and I think I looked at it, and the other members of like joined as recent as like 2018 like yeah. 2016 2018 so buddy is basically yeah the two guitars were, were definitely there when we saw them and the observatory a couple years ago yeah but i don't remember the drummer i don't remember the drummer i could be wrong i don't even know if i looked at the drummer <laughs> and no bass player for some reason yeah that was odd uh but it, no, not sure what the opening number was but we did get treated next to uh i think calling all cars was next oh that was that's good that's yeah. you know emo emo jam emo classic that went over like gangbusters you know yeah. people loved it uh that the, the crowd woke up yeah that definitely woke the crowd up and then we got the first new song of the night um uh not sure it's, it's a song with two titles on the new album i just remember the, the second title is game of chess um, you know, it's the one that opens, you know, with my cousin hung himself in the backyard, my father drank himself to death and all that stuff. You know, typical dark senses fail song. Um, that was one of the, the first times he performed it, so he was definitely staring at the lyrics at his feet. Yeah, I know. I, I looked over at you and I was like, is he, is he reading the lyrics off of, like, off of the ground? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> it's only the second time he's played it live, so I, I really can't fault him for that. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could have rehearsed it more, but... Yeah. He sounded all, he sounded all right by the way vocally. Yeah, tonight. no, he sounded really good. They definitely downtuned, I think, to make it a little easier for him. But yeah, but uh, he can still scream. Oh my God, can he, he scream? He can still scream. Unlike some people who we'll get to in a little bit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. What what other highlights does this feel? Lady in a blue dress. Lady in a blue dress was amazing. I love that song. Oh uh, yeah. That really got like, I feel like. That was what got the crowd really into them. Like, yeah. Because I feel like everybody knows that song. Yeah. And that really got the crowd, like, really woke up to them. And it's an easy one to love because I feel like, this is just a personal opinion on Census Fail, you have to be in the right mindset to listen to them. Otherwise, it'll fuck with you because Buddy was a really dark and twisty guy in the early days. I mean, he's still dark and twisty, but now he's going to therapy and 
trying to deal with things. Um, so you have to really be in the right headspace to listen to Senses Fail, in my opinion. Uh, mm -hmm. But Lady in a Blue Dress is a song anyone can love. You don't have to, like, set yourself up to have extreme emotions poured on you when you hear that song. So that was, I think you're right, that that was a what helped everybody into the water, mm -hmm. so to speak. And then we got one of my personal favorites, Buried a Lie. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I love that song because it's like a murder mystery packed into a pop punk tune. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm sure in your video you can hear me singing it. Probably, yeah. Such a cool song. Then we got another new one, uh, Death by Water. Again, reading the lyrics off the floor. And that one I think he struggled a bit with the most. I feel like that was harder for him than Game of Chess, uh, Death by Water was. But he he did all he did all right. Um, I can't fault him. It's the second date of the tour. And, you know, you're trying to slide a few new songs in there because you got to sell the record. So I get it. I get it. Um, then we got Can't Be Saved, which again just bang or mm -hmm. bang or a classic from Still Searching. I love that song. I honestly wish wish Census Fail could have played longer, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. I would have loved. I th I mean, I think I said this after they were done that we need another like headline tour. headline tour from Census Fail because I I need to see more of them because he's such he has such energy. He's such a good front man. He's like he did like at one point did a fucking front flip or back flip or something two in a row might i add. yeah and like he was on the floor and like laying on his back and screaming and running around and swinging the mic and he's just got so much energy and like he's just so entertaining to watch like it's not necessarily like this kind of like emo punky kind of music isn't necessarily something that you can like dance to or you know choreograph anything to so to keep people you know he's not just standing there being sad and you know whatnot but he's still engaging the crowd and he's energetic and it's it's really really great to watch absolutely you, you nailed it and that was something i was going to mention like with the next song uh they closed with uh bite to break skin uh which is just this great heavy rocker from the first record just so good and when it got to the breakdown he's they, they stopped and they went into like a new metal medley they did down a little bit of down with the sickness by disturbed a little bit of break stuff i think by limp, limp biscuit, biscuit yeah, yeah I, I don't know the limp biscuit well um and then they did a little bit of bulls on parade by rage against the machine yeah and then went back into bite the bite to break skin that, that like that killed the crowd. Like they weren't the ready for crowd, it. The crowd wasn't ready for it, but the crowd fucking loved it. Oh yeah. Like he had the crowd like eating out of his hand with that. Which I mean, I get like why with an opening band why they would do that because I don't think that's necessarily a crowd that's gonna know a lot of their stuff. Like right. back in the day, they were bigger. But I don't necessarily know that right now, like, that a lot of the people in the crowd would know their stuff. So I think that that was a great way for him to kind of, you know, get them riled up for, you know, the next two bands that were coming was to kind of shock them and surprise them. And then just his energy while he was doing it was just phenomenal. Yeah. It, it was it was a sight to see, and I think also I think this is, will achieve what he wanted to do. He was there was supposed to be a headline tour 
for Census Fail this summer, but they canceled it because Buddy said on Twitter, you know, this is a really good opportunity for us to get in front of people that wouldn't normally see us mm -hmm. and grow the band. And I think by doing that, you know, it, it definitely gains you intrigue. People are going to like, you know, I want to check out more of these guys. You know, they might buy some merch. You know, this is this is how it starts. So I, I cannot fault him for like, you know, making that big that big leap. Definitely so. not. I need, we need more of them. I need more than like yeah. what eight songs. Six, Se seven. Seven. Yeah. And as, look, as much as I would have loved another another like you know song like Family Tradition or something like that, um, yeah, it probably would have gone over people's heads, <laughs> except for like you know that diehards like us. Yeah. But yeah, that was Census Fail, and they definitely made it themselves a hard act to follow for the used. But the used came out about ooh. 20 minutes later? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, they came out, and uh, I'm I'm not going to lie to people, I don't know the history of the used that well. I know Burt McCracken, their lead singer, dated Kelly Osbourne for a while. He's kind of a funny-looking dude. Um, he, 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 tiny man, very small. He's so tiny. He's very tiny. Um, I don't know if the rest of the band is all the original members or not, so I, I just don't know that about the band. But... I have to say, I was very impressed as someone who just knows a handful of the hits and their last record. I was very impressed. Um, Bert is a bit of a, a trip in the head. A <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I can't go track by track with the U's like yeah, I can with no, Census Fail. But I do have to <laughs> shout out a few highlights. Um, I remember from my fused days myself, I remember Pretty Handsome Awkward and The Bird and the Worm. And they played both those songs, and that made me very, very happy. Um, they both came off really well, especially Bird and the Worm. I've gained a new respect for uh, after learning what it was about today. I, I was kind of curious how it charted because that was a song that you know made it into my into my world in North Dakota, which is not where a lot of emo music makes its way. And I always thought it was a song about a kid being bullied. It's actually about uh, Bert's brother who has schizophrenia, which makes the song a little darker. So. Yeah, that was, it was I, I like that he does that song still. Um, what else? I loved uh, some of the ballads. I'm a ballad guy. I liked I Caught Fire. I thought that was a cool song, which I only know the title because he announced it. Hmm. And um, Box of Sharp Objects at the end of the show. That's another song I know. I learned that when I was at MI. That's a great song. Oh, and he did one song from the newest record called Blow Me, which I really like. And then I also loved that song that we like the video for, I think it's called All I've Got. Yeah. That was good too. Um, you want to talk about anything, any of the songs before we get to the weirdness that is Burt McCracken? Um, no, I mean, you basically summed it all up. They, I mean, they're just generally, they're a great band. They sound, musically, they sound good. Yep. They was loud and they were energetic and I was honestly not expecting that much from them because I, I, I didn't really know like what to expect at this point like I didn't know how they were performing or how they were doing so there wasn't really any like oh I you know I think they're going to be shitty because of this or oh I think they're going to be great because of this it was just kind of like oh it's the used I've seen them before you know I want to go for these other two bands hopefully you know it's all right so yeah. I was actually kind of you know pleasantly surprised of how much I did enjoy them and how good that you know they were better than I remember them being from the other times I've seen them absolutely um, I think before we talk about Bert there was one more thing we wanted to touch on um, the screaming 
describes. Uh, now, I had heard Bert's been having some vocal issues over the years. Um, I wouldn't know that from the last album. He sounds fine there. And uh, tonight, he sounded great. Uh, he, but he didn't do a lot of screaming. He left that mostly to the bass player, and he left that mostly to the guitarist. Um, he, he didn't do any of the screams. Like, he didn't do the box full of sharp object screams. He didn't do the screams and uh, pretty handsome awkward. And that was so, fine. So wait, hold on. So he usually does do those, right? Traditionally, he would have, but okay. not tonight. So that's okay. I've, he I've heard he's injured his voice in the past, and maybe he stopped screaming live now. Okay, that's because that's part of where my confusion was coming from. Because I was like, why isn't he doing this? And I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And then I thought, like, we thought they were on tape for a second. I thought, yeah, I thought it was like tracks, and it's like, no, maybe it's not tracks. Maybe this guy's doing it. And it's like, okay, I was watching one guy, and then one guy wasn't doing it, and then we figured out the other. It was, yeah, it was super confusing. Okay, so he does usually do it. You, he okay. he did in the past. He, okay. did, he did them on the albums. That's what I thought, because I was like, I thought he used to do the screens. Oh yeah, he he was like well known for like box full of sharp objects. He used to be like a big showcase for him vocally. Yeah. Okay. So I think that was part of like the first two songs, like two or three songs, where I was trying to figure out where everything was, like all the vocals were coming from. I was super confused because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was not something I, I expected either. That said, he, his singing voice is fantastic. If he can't scream anymore live, I get it. It's not an easy thing to do. It dries your voice out. And this, his clean voice is very high. Mm -hmm. So to hit those notes, I, I get it. It's not it's not an easy gig, so I can't fault him for having the bass player or the guitarist do it. It, it was just kind of mixed funny because it was a lot louder than him. Because <laughs> yeah. when, the, when the bass player would scream, it would be like, whoa. Yeah, Where's that's that why it's, from? like, initially made you think that it was on the track, because you're like, hmm, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I figured out it was real when he, the bass player made a flub. When he messed up, yeah. So I was like... Which took a while, because yeah. <laughs> I think we had convinced ourselves, like, halfway through, we're like, nope, it, it's, it's a track, it's, it's a track, it's a track. <laughs> then he flubbed. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he messed up, and we're like, oh, okay, maybe it's not. Yeah, no, it, it was just, yeah, it's, it was live, it was not Memorex, <laughs> so... Yeah, it, they, they were good. They sounded great. Now, the thing I've been dancing around. Uh, Burt McCracken. Like I said, I don't know much about this guy. I just always thought he looked a little odd, and I know he dated Kelly Osborne. That's all I really knew about him. He was a trip tonight. Yeah, he was an odd duck. He, 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 a lot of uh, I love yous to the crowd. A lot of He made a heart, he made a heart with his hands well, a that's, lot. Well, that's because of... That's their, their, their heart their and the news thing. Yeah, that's their, their logo. The logo. Yeah, I didn't realize that, like, you know, it was like, that's it's like the Van, Van yeah. Halen thing, like with the, the Vs yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I'm driving. Don't make gang signs. <laughs> no, yeah, we're in downtown. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> this might be our last podcast. <laughs> uh, it never gets released. Oh, God. I, I <laughs> but he, he was just kind of floaty and he, he said I love you a lot and at one point he addressed you know like I'm you know me I've dealt with a lot of anxiety in my life anxiety and depression and, and I realized at one point I think he's just really stoned <laughs> just really really stoned <laughs> and, and he didn't even say like you know like if, if you like if you like for rise against smoke a lot of weed unless you don't smoke a lot of weed like get really stoned <laughs> so I think there may have been some implication there 
Well, and I think he's, he just seems like, and we had talked about this afterwards, that, like, he doesn't seem like he has that, like, edgy rock star persona that he no. used to have. Like, <laughs> some girl, woman, whatever, it had to be a woman, the Somebody threw a, a brawl was thrown on stage at him, like the first or second song. Very early, I might add. Very early on in the set, and it just—it was—it wasn't like a cute little like brawl. It was like full on, like it was a white brawl with like I could see it. This was we, for a woman. We, we, we this was a woman's brawl. This was a woman who had some very large breasts brawl. Like I would not want if I had boobs that big, I would not want to take my bra off. Like, it was a very, like, the, one of those cups was as big as his head, probably. <laughs> that bra was that big. And, like, it was white, and it's, like, something that you're wearing because you need to wear it. Right. Like, not because it's cute and little and, you you know, you're a cute little girl and you're going to throw your bra at the lead singer at a rock show. But, like, it got thrown up on stage, and he, he picked it up, and he's like, oh, what is this? And he's like... Oh, he looked at it. He just like picked it up and then just like threw it back at the audience, and it was super awkward. <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I feel like, like back in like when they were first popular, that wouldn't have happened. It would have ended up on his head. <laughs> yeah, it would have. There would have been a lot more of a like very like not necessarily macho, but like more of a frat boy. Like a, not not even like a frat boy, but like um like a fuck yeah like. Titties. Like, look at me kind of like thing going on with that than what actually happened Titties. and he just seemed really like more awkward and reserved yeah I'm really embarrassed that that happened so i can <laughs> see where he's saying like the anxiety and stuff is definitely you can definitely tell that affects him in you know his the way he he is when he's up there and i almost wonder if he needs to be stoned <laughs> to be up there i mean i wouldn't blame him that's I, how he functions I you know, as a lead singer, I've never found the audience intimidating. I find, I find the lack of an audience intimidating, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, I digress, though. Uh, uh, then he also showed us um, how Lily White he is, and I mean, what, what did you say? Like he, so, he. So before one of the songs. Before the last song. Before the last song, which he also mixed with a Nirvana song. Yeah. By the way, he started one of he started a Nirvana song. Smells like Teen Spirit. Tells, smells like Teen Spirit. The Nirvana song, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then played one of his songs, and then the Smells Like Teen Spirit. But before he started Smells Like Teen Spirit, he quoted the Shakespeare "To Be or Not to Be." He like, recited he the whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. And I looked at Alex. We were looking at each other like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Because he was like trying to quiet, he's like, get, he wanted, he's like, I need you guys to start a pit right now. He wanted them to start a mosh pit while he was quoting this Shakespeare soliloquy. To be or not to be, that is the question. That's what he's doing, and he wants and people he to wants mosh. them to mosh. And there's no music. To there's the no program. music. Just him speaking. Yeah, so it was super weird, first of all. And then I look at Alex, I'm like, this is... Like shows, I don't even know exactly how you said he he's, is. He's white. white. He's privileged. He's overprivileged. He's over. He's privileged and he's overeducated. Overeducated. Once and and he wants you to know how you know educated and how smart he is. That's why he's like reciting this. 
And he's high. <laughs> and he's high. <laughs> that was a I mean, shit was that was just so fucking weird. I can, like, you're making your crowd mosh just fucking Shakespeare poem. At least like like make do it to like a freaking guitar riff or something. Right? Yeah. Like that would be cool. That was that was a that was just like so fucking random. I've had Shakespeare reference at rock shows before, but not like this. Yeah, that was super even Joe Jackson like, would be like, would, mate, you got too far. Like, if it had anything to do with the song, okay, sure. Why no, not? it doesn't. It had absolutely nothing to do with the song. I always thought that song was about cutting yourself. It, it was. Yeah. It had absolutely nothing to do with that song. And then he introduced his daughter, who had the... Uh, oh, that's I, poor uh, She has the... Cleopatra Rose. Yes. Uh, again... Very, very strange dude. I love you, Bert. Uh, you're a character, and I will go see the used anytime they're in town now because I was thoroughly entertained by you. And I'm going to drop a lot of coin on your albums, so yeah. you're welcome. Um, then we get the main, the main band, the headline act, the one that brought us there, rather than Census Fail, uh, Rise Against True Punk Pioneers. Um, they blew us away last year. They, we saw them in Irvine. They were headlining over Menzingers and Descendants, and they just blew us away. But tonight, I think they rose to a whole new level in my book. Oh, yeah. Because last year, they, they were fun. Um, I don't think Tim, their lead singer, talked as much last year as he did this year. No, last year, he just, like, they just, like, bam through everything. He did a little speech in I Don't Want to Be Here Anymore last year, which was similar to this year's, but not the same. Um, this year, he was revving us up. He was talking about revolution. He was just hyping up the crowd. Like, he was, like, in his element, and he was damn happy to be there. Like, not to say that they sucked last year, but man, he was really getting getting in with us. Like, I honestly wonder if part of it was that he really was sincere about, he kept saying how much they loved San Diego and like coming to San Diego, California is like where they really found like their fans and like the people who really loved what they were singing and singing about. So I wonder if that was kind of, I mean, I don't, it, we were still in Southern California last But they were in year, Orange County. But it was Irvine. In Orange so, County. Like, he was talking about how he has this love for San Diego, so I wonder if that has something to do with like him talking more. I think it was a little bit of that, and also we saw them last year in like an amphitheater, which is a lot bigger. You, you, there's a more of a sea of people. Like we were, he could really see us tonight. Like we, like we were like up sweating, and at one point he actually kind of got in the crowd and sang. So yeah. that was a more intimate thing maybe too for him as well. So yeah, that was. He was so good, and the songs, my god, the set list was great. Opening with Prayer of the Refugee just blew me away. I was not expecting it. I mean, I knew they were going to do it, but still, like, Prayer of the Refugee is one of your biggest songs, and you put that first. Like, that takes some brass balls. That was really cool. I loved that. Um, other highlights for me, um, I love Collapse. Um, that's one of my favorite uh, older songs of theirs. They did Last Man Standing from the new uh, Nowhere Generation 2 EP made me very happy. Um, Hero of War, uh, which is the acoustic song they did tonight. I would have preferred um, Swing Life Away, honestly, because that's our song. Yeah. I love that song. But Hero of War is a very emotional, emotional song, and I think... That song gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. It does. It's, uh, that 
that's how you know it's good. It's it's not a song you can just put on. Like it's a song you put on and you feel it. Like the, the pain of this character, this soldier. And it, it's like you said, you know, war is more complicated, you know, than it looks. You, know, you end up in situations you don't want to end up in, but you have to act on it because you're in the army. So, yeah, we got got heavy for a second, but man, like it, it was a it was a it was a, with all that heaviness, even and all like you know their their politics and their causes but none of this is a negative it's just it's just a statement it was fun it was good for me it was a show that was really good for me i've been struggling a little bit a bit lately with some things going on in my personal life and the show was really good for me would you say oh yeah definitely i mean they're they're interesting because even the used introduced like before they were over were like oh yeah they're they're a real punk band it's interesting because for for me, like they're they're so much more than just a punk band. Like they're like their whole thing is like I mean their their name says it all. Rise against. Like they're they seem like they have I don't know. For me, like punk bands are like not to not to be mean to the descendants, but are like the descendants. Like it's not that deep. <laughs> like. It's it's just not usually, and they're just so there. There's so much depth to their their music. Like it definitely has that that punky, you know, the punky beats and the you know the the guitars, guitars. and the music is punky. Uh, but I don't know. They're just like they have. They're a band for everybody. They're a band for everybody. Well, not everybody. Well, yeah. But. If you are a right leaning <laughs> conservative, by the way, don't listen to my show. Just fuck off. Um, but if you're a right-leaning conservative, this is not the this band for you. This is not the band for you. But, um, which is, I think, why they were having issues in, like, the Midwest when they were touring. Yeah. Why it took coming to California for them to find their people. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, it's like, I don't think of them as just a punk band because they're, like, their whole, they're talking about, like, revolution and wanting to do more. And, I don't know. I feel like they're... Refugees. They're, they're, yeah, refugees and wanting to revolutionize and I don't know it just seems like there's I feel like punk just doesn't really classify them well enough I don't know it's just me I get that but it, it, it's it's music with a cause for sure yeah. and in their revolution there's also dancing as, yes, as Tim said tonight exactly. so it, a good time is had by all but yeah they are so incredible I would say they're moving up in my list of favorite bands just cause just so amazing like I can't say enough good things about them like even if you listeners I know I do a lot of classic rock stuff this may sound like it's a little outside your wheelhouse I promise you it's not it's go, really not go. at least Rise Against is not the other two may be yeah, Rise yeah. Against the used might not. scare you a bit but the used instance is failable make you be like oh these damn kids but Rise Against definitely not yeah no like like you, you, you want to have a good time you want to throw your fist in the air and just say fuck the state of the world like go see Rise Against I guarantee yeah. you, you will have a good or time. Or check out uh, Nowhere Generation. One and two. Yeah. One and two. Yes. And also, just because I think it's a really good album, check out Appeal to Reason. That one's got Hero War on it. Um, such, such good stuff. I also wanted to say about that, about uh, them this time, they had a better sound guy this time, I think. Because I remember... Yeah, they, last time they were just super loud. Yeah, there were times when you couldn't hear Tim's vocals last yeah, time. Yeah, last time, yeah, it was just really loud. 
like last time I almost like needed like earplugs. Yeah, they like last time they opened with one of my favorite songs on the new record, uh, The Numbers, and it kind of got botched because I couldn't hear the lead singer. Yeah, yeah, they, they sounded a lot better this time because of that. Yeah, they, everything wasn't just like really fucking loud this time. It wasn't just a brick wall of noise. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing so, show. Yeah, I really like the song Satellite. Oh yeah? That's a, good, that's a good jam. I need to pull out that album that's on this minute more. It's on Endgame. Great, great song. Yeah, I need to do a re-deep dive on them. I have most of their stuff. So probably yeah. in the coming days as we're working together at home, you'll be hearing more of them. Yeah. I also want to listen to Siren Song on the Counterculture more because usually I just go to Swing Life Away on that album, but they played <laughs> some songs from that tonight, like Give It All <laughs> and Dance in the Rain. Just some really hard funky shit that was really good. Yeah. So. And I I wanted to say it's it's interesting we've had with um, some of these shows because it's you know the different types of music have different ways that the the crowds you know have fun. So these shows you have a lot of moshing, right? <laughs> so. But at the same time, you know, you think I don't, I don't mosh because I, I I'm angry, and <laughs> if people run into me, I'm going to get mad. And She'll I, murder them. I will murder them. So it's just, it's just not a, not a, a thing that I do because I'll get mad. <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Yeah. But I don't, you know, if other people want to do it, that's great. But this I, is not an episode. This is a cry for help. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't interact that way because I, I it won't end well for other people. Um, but uh, <laughs> it is great in these shows and in other shows, honestly, that we've been to that where they where they mosh that the people really do try to take care of each other. Like during Rise Against, they thought somebody had fallen down. They actually hadn't. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Yeah. I don't know if they had actually fallen down, but nobody was hurt. He actually stopped the show. I know a lot of it. <laughs> people think it has to do with the, the you know we won't we won't say the name some of the, the tragedies that have happened unfortunately with yeah. people getting trampled um but honestly even before that i i mean i haven't necessarily seen people like stop shows like like the artists but we were talking about being at a sum 41 show and even just the crowd, like we got ourselves it will move you. to a situation where I wanted to be really close, but I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. And between Sly Dog and some other guy who realized that I didn't want to be in the mosh pit, but we were on the edge of it. Like they, if they know you don't want to be in there, they will help get you out. Yep. And even like today with Rise Against, like, we were back where there weren't supposed to be mosh pits and there were drunken blonde... That was white girl mosh pits. White girl moshing, and they weren't necessarily hurting people, but there was this, you could tell he was like an old, older, well not old, older kind of like punk guy. Punk grandpa. He wasn't even grandpa, like like punk dad. Like punk rock dad. He was probably like late 40s, early 50s. But, and these girls were probably like 21, 22. Yeah. And they were, they made their own girl mosh pit near us. It was basically like all of their friends 
they were all super drunk so they weren't really moshing they were just screaming and running you know not even running into each other running at each other missing each other and like running into everybody else yeah it was truly a sight it was it was awful but so this guy realized that you know they were causing chaos so he started sticking his arm out to you know how you do like when you're on the edge of a mosh pit to keep it from growing bigger and getting to people who don't want to be in it so he kind of started like ow i hurt myself he started like containing them with him with his arm which was kind of funny but yeah yeah good people good people at this show and now we're home. Do you have and anything else you, you want to add before we wrap this up? I do. Um, we forgot to mention um, something that Buddy said. We, uh, us and our, our, old, our older millennials, we had to uh, yes. make sure we stayed hydrated so we didn't. We had to stay hydrated, get our steps in, and uh, because, you know, we're, we're out late tonight and we're old now, and tomorrow's going to suck because we have work. Tomorrow is going to suck. But... And I, I wore my old millennial shoes. <laughs> my my vans with um, crap. My brain's not working. Again. With, with your memory foam. My memory foam insoles. My, well, it's not insoles. It's just part of the shoe. You can buy them like yeah. that because Vans knows that all the all its customers are getting old. Too. <laughs> Elder millennials coming at you on the Sly Dog Music Cast. Probably now. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Yes. And. We, we fully support our, our other other elder millennials. It's not getting easy to rock, but hey, we got to keep doing it. We got to keep doing it. Memory foam and sunscreen. Memory foam and sunscreen. Water. Water. And, uh, oh, liquid IV. Liquid we're, I, liquid, we're, previ- we're prepared. For liquid liquid IV. IV is good. Liquid IV should... I would take, take a sponsorship from them, actually. And also, uh, CBD mints from Feels are your friends um, yes. if you're going to these shows. That's how we're going to sleep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> On that note, should we wrap it up? Yes. Oh, R.I.P. to your nail. <laughs> R.I.P. my nail. Till the next one. <laughs> I should stop talking with my hands. And the next one will, will be some 41 and Simple Plan and Magnolia Park. So we're get, so we'll get a little double dose oh, of the punk. of the pop punk world. So anything else you want to say, dear wife? It's past my bedtime. It is past both our bedtimes. Let's go free the tootle. Um, till next time, people. I'm the Sly Dog. This is the wife. Peace. Love, and remember. Fuck, I couldn't come up with a music pun. And remember, use your Bengay. Use your Bengay. <laughs> we are the nowhere generation. We are the kids that no one wants. We are a credible threat to the rules you set. Across to be alarmed. We are not the names that we've been given. We speak a language you don't know. We are the nowhere generation The nowhere generation
We are a credible threat to the rules you set A cause to be alarmed We are not the names that we've been given We speak a language you don't know We are the nowhere generation for listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.